the rain on my window pane Reflect the faults in my life It's ironic how I said you take depression and look at me now Look at me now I'm stuck in my mind I'm trying to put it back in motion Welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King Podcast, and it's your boy Rodney Perry King himself. And you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans, simply being humans. And today is a special one yet again. Um, short episode, but I really wanted to just do this like personal, you know, check-in style episode. Not to, not going to take too much of your time, kind of just to let you know where I'm at, where I've been, what's going on, what's happening, what's up with the lag yet again. It's honestly the if, if I've never had a consistent co-host battling with inconsistency is my consistent co-host. <laughs> As I think every podcast that's independent, you know, deals with and I am the optimal uh, example of somebody who is extremely independent at this particular medium. And um, it's something that I have to you know understand about myself. And um, regardless of that. I want to let y'all know and let y'all in because I do care. I care about this a lot and I want y'all to care, shoot, just as much as me. Um, if not if not half as much as me. And we drinking. Um, I got a nice little, you know, little mule situation going on right now. So, you know, excuse, uh, excuse the things, but I got a few points to express. All of these are very personal. Keep in mind that anytime I get on any mic, get on any platform, get on social, post something to social media. I'm talking to myself first, literally and metaphorically and figuratively and all that. Keep that in mind. I hear myself. I know exactly what I'm saying. I'm not pointing a finger. I'm not misunderstanding exactly what I'm trying to comprehend. Everything that I'm saying, I'm saying to myself too, just to put it plain. So there's a few things I just wanted to kind of, you know, speak to and let y'all in on, on how I'm feeling about them when it comes to me, my life, and just overall, just the evolution of my overall journey as a man in general. Um, big thing, big thing is, um, the first thing is a big one. And the first kind of, I guess, quote unquote, thing that I've observed and have observed with myself the most is um, men are lost. We are really lost. You know, high levels of loneliness, high levels of suicide, um, more diagnosis of depression or depressive, you know, uh, behavior. Um, and to couple that and I attach that to men don't want to be patriarchs for real. I'll tell you why I'm making that point, because I know some people may disagree or feel like, well, it's too damn bad. Y'all, you're going to be, you understand? But I think the reality of it is, is that to desire to be a patriarch and to be patriarch in its traditional idea of it, as the world perpetuates, it should how we should go at it and try to achieve that level of being able to earn a certain amount, protect and provide at a particular level, and just have access and resources for relatively to whoever you are. I believe it's time to fess that up. Fess up that the idea of being 
that all men are just born leaders is just not the truth. I think we've seen that. I think people have tried their best to kind of make other things about it, like bringing this idea of alpha male, beta male, sigma male, omega male, alpha five, beta, steak and potato male, whatever male that you feel like you may be exhibiting. None of that shit really matters. It's already been disproven that that doesn't really genuinely happen in the animal kingdom. So that whole concept is really just one based in human human imagination. And um, it's as shaky and has enough holes in it as the love language, <laughs> as love languages. Um, it's not a real thing. And I think that people shouldn't base themselves off of those things. It's just not, it's just not the truth. Men don't really want to be in charge. Um, I think that the, you know, conversation around this on the internet is really a lot of conjecture. I feel like for me, I'm just really in a space where I've, I'm taking my life very seriously. And because of that, I'm really not copping or acquiescing to this idea that I got to be a certain way for men to respect me. Um, but also, I don't want to project this this idea into my relationships that I, I'm supposed to show up a certain type of way because I'm a man. Because the fact of the matter is I've observed and been close to women long enough to notice that it's so many things that are, quote unquote, traditionally seen as something that men, that, that women should just cling to. Nurturing, mother motherhood, um, housekeeping even. You know what I'm saying? A lot of just... This doesn't make you a woman ass shit, you know, and I'm a universal thinker. I know there are people who are walking these different lives that exist not from that space. So for me. It's interesting because I just believe that I'm more than that. I'm not just to protect and provide. I think those are just actions that I can do, but that doesn't really make me all of who I am. And I want to be judged for something way greater than the, the level of provisions and protection that I could possibly give because it just sounds like I'm forever playing some duty. I'm forever on a job. I was literally just telling my best friend she was uh, watching me on FaceTime as I was building something for my crib and she was just like, you should be recording this. You know, women love this. <laughs> and I told her, I get that, but I, I think I kind of feel like how women feel, how a lot of more, a lot more women feel about uh, the idea of like people asking them to cook asking them to to do things that are, you know, clean their house or expect these like real domesticated ass things. I think I'm kind of feeling like that. And I get it why there's a, a weird reaction to that idea, because a lot of people in today, they feel like men don't do a lot of these things anymore. Um, so it's, I'm, I'm kind of adding to that overall, you know, thing. But the reality of it, these are things I can do. But these aren't things that define me, though. I don't want that to be what defines me. And I've I've gotten pushback. I've gotten pushback. Trust me, I've gotten pushback um, because I'm not this gleeful patriarch that I'm not like, oh, my God, I just really want to spend my money on you. Oh, my God, I really feel good. Even though I got it, it ain't tricking. If you got it, I can do this. I can do that twice. All those feelings, none of those things like make me excited. And they don't, there's that. Also, they don't hold too much depth to me either. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and because they are easy actions based on the amount of work that I've put in, it's just the translation of the energy that I put in before. I made this money. I got this money. I have access to this money. I can spend this money however way I choose. Here we go. This is just an extension of the work. 
but it doesn't really speak to who I am because money can come in so many different ways. And I can have so many different types of outlooks and relationships to money. I believe that, you know, protection and, and, you know, provisions and protection, like providing, protecting in a relationship as a man is something that really are just actions. Some of the first people that I seen protect and provide for me were women. So that didn't change their gender. That didn't change how they showed up. And I know a lot of people believe that yeah, they were acting like men. But to me, they just were acting as someone who was responsible of children. And I get it. The idea of me detaching these things from what a man is makes it sound like I'm trying to absolve men of this particular characteristic. And that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is that the connection of that being the fiber of their being should be shifted. The responsibility is responsibility. The society we live in is society we live in. The earning power, the earning potential of men and males. So I understand why so many people are hypergamous. I understand how why so many people believe that men should pay for everything. I understand all those things. The, the likelihood that I'll have more than the, every woman that I've ever dated is way more likely than them having more than me. Even though statistics are growing and changing on their side in their favor, there still is a metric fuck ton of men that make more money than women. It's changing, but it is what it is. Um, I just want to be happy. And I think that a lot of men don't make enough time for happiness. I think a lot of men believe that we have to basically gain so many things in life to then start acting happy, to then start acting like we're excited about life or excited about love or excited about anything for real, for real. And I don't think that that's okay. I don't think that that's fair. I don't think that that's what we genuinely deserve as people. I just want more for us. And I don't think us being patriarchs in this traditional sense of what it means is exactly what people really want to do. I think it's making people depressed because they, 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 like I've, I've been saying it, men have been putting the, 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 the hierarchy of responsibilities and priorities for a lot of men is their job, wherever they're getting money from, number one. Two, whoever they're responsible for or whoever they've opted in to be obligated to be responsible for. That could be their mama, their family, sisters, brothers, cousins, whatever. You know what I'm saying? They girl, they baby, whatever it is. And then maybe third or fourth, it's them. Third or fourth, it might be them. And I say that because depending on if they're religious, depending on their mental health and their mental state, they might prioritize another thing before they even get to themselves. Their motivation to get up, to stay healthy, to stay, to even live in a certain part of town is motivated by their job way more than it is a lot of the time their families. How can I make sure this money stay good? How can I make sure this money stay right? Because I'm going to need to keep paying bills. I'm going to need to keep doing these things. But that's not really your personality. That's not really who you are. And that drains the hell out of you if that's all that your life is. And I think that's why men show up so damn miserable and also why they show up audaciously when they don't get simple things that could just be a simple rejection. I think that's why they react the way they do. They've opted into this certain level of pressure that they can shift change of approach differently, approach with a little more tact. You feel me? That's what I believe. That's genuinely what I believe. But next, next point is, and my next point is that I really want to 
I got back into the dating world after kind of, you know, after being single for about two years, um, two years or more at this point now. And I think, you know, I was on the apps for a minute. I've just deleted them, you know, the end of last month. And I'm realizing, you know, that Atlanta is an interesting place because it's like it's like the it's like dating the podcast. <laughs> it's like if podcasts was gen- like those relationship podcasts were genuinely who are these people? Where is this place where these things are happening? It's in Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. And I'm, I shouldn't be surprised, but I am. I should. I shouldn't be. But I am. I, I realized, you know, once I started to get back out there that, you know, I really genuinely didn't date the last time I was living here. Like I was in college. I attempted to date. I think I was the, you know, prime example of a lover boy while I was in college, really trying to find love, really only had one relationship while I was in college that was, you know, short lived and tumultuous to, you know, to some degree. Um, and I definitely got in a relationship like right before the end of school, you know, right before I graduated. But I don't really count that one because it was long distance. Um, so me and Atlanta and dating really aren't a thing. So this is really my first time kind of getting out there and seeing what the scene is like. And I'm doing it at a time where it was completely different in 2015. It was completely different in 2011 um, and in the in-between. But I'm realizing that um, I'm, I really desire mutuality. And that's really what I, what thrives and drives me. And it, it's, it can actually, you know, appear in so many different levels. Um, but if I don't feel like you want a nigga, I'm gone. It ain't no reason for me to play with you, for me to chase you. And I get it. That is what it is. That is the, 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 the catchy lyric in every rap song these days. You know what I'm saying? But the reality of it is, if I'm chasing you, baby, you you running away from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get the idea of, you know, working for you, showing attention, like just that, just that, that, you know, simple level of, of chivalry that I believe kind of still exists. I understand that to a degree. Me being an initiator of these things like, oh, let's, you know, starting communication, you know, escalating, you know, appropriately, like, all right, how about we, you know, link up? How about we go on a date? How about, you know, making those plans and continuously initiating the progress of what this can be, setting the tone. All those things I have no problem with. Um, I don't think that always happens that way, <laughs> but it is what it is. I think that more than anything, I just want to meet the real people. And I think we all want to meet the real people. But I think, um, and, and I think our representatives can show up and so so good, you know, if we've already been dating for however long, we we fine tune that representative real good. And I think of representative in a specific way. When it comes to your representative self, I think of it, it's still you. It's not a fake version of you. But imagine when you clean your house, you done seen your house dirty before. You done seen that thing dirty. What you need to do now, though, is get that thing back to clean because you got to have people coming over. So your representative is nothing but the cleaned up version of your house. You done did a nice, good cleaning and it is what it is. But when people get comfortable with you enough, you'll invite them over. You know what I'm saying? When the house might be halfway there, you'll invite them over when you in the middle of doing laundry because that's just the homie. You know what I'm saying? Or that's just somebody, you know, intimately. That is a, a identifier. Same way with your representative. You stop doing certain things. You stop doing whatever. And I think that everybody does it. Now, it's not just men. It's not just women. Everybody does it. 
in every new connection. You want to show up in the best version as you can with yourself. And I understand that, but I'm really, I feel like I realized how to recognize my representative and allow that motherfucker to die as early as possible in the connection and really show up as myself. And a lot of it has a lot to do with just creating opportunities for you to be real, for you to give the real you. Um, but it's been, it's been weird. It's been weird. You know, I, I definitely have had some cool moments, met some cool people, definitely folks who can just be friends, but I haven't really felt like I've had been able to build a roster or do, or just find one person that's like, damn, yeah, this is the, this is it. You know, it's been a lot of potential, but not anything to really like, you know, center in. And I, as I've said on a, you know, on my Where's the Bar episode, when I did the redo of that, for me, I'm genuinely prioritizing, you know, somebody who cares about their mental health, somebody who's taking care of themselves in a compassionate way. And I think that that's a hard thing to do for a lot of people. Um, I think I want to, you know, always improve my approach where necessary. But I think that I'm being met with this real interesting, like, personality type, this like nonchalant personality type that I think I'm not really used to because I understand maybe why that's just how people show up to be guarded. Um, but the reality of it is, I don't know, to me, I think um, I'm pacing myself and that's the weirdest time for me to, you know, shift and make that shit, <laughs> make that adjustment. I'm not love bombing anymore. I'm taking my time. I'm not being so pressed. I'm not showing up in that like really anxious like talk to me talk to me I don't really want to get to know you uh, you know heavily complimentary like I'm not really giving that anymore because that's not really what it is not really what I feel I think that was what I did because I wanted to win I, I was into the chase I wanted to win the woman and then once I got her it was like it don't matter no more I'm really not into this that much because <laughs> it was I was more locked into the game more than I was anything else and that's not really it it's not really it at all But I'm done with the apps and I'm going to meet y'all in person. So if I roll up on you at Publix, you know what I'm saying? While you in the, in the, you know what I'm saying? The sandwich line trying to get you a pub sub, baby. Let's just go ahead and chat. Let's go ahead and exchange numbers. Let's figure something out. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what's in your cart. See what's in mine. Maybe, maybe we need to have dinner together. No, I can't do that. Damn. See, it would be nice. I think I just want to be bold again. I'm ready to get to the bold part to where I can, you know what I'm saying? Just kiss you in the mouth and, and talk nasty till you get it get to it quick that's what we all want to get to we ain't we ain't into dating just to be you know to be nice to find somebody who's nice to us we want to get to the parts where we can just let let loose let loose that's it let loose that's it um um i, I want to say that i'm growing in new ways is the last point that i wanted to kind of you know make before i wrap this thing up is the ways that I'm growing right now have made me reevaluate my whole worldview. I made consistent major changes in my life in the past few years and leaving corporate America, starting a business, starting therapy, moving back to Atlanta, ending relationships, um, and even changing the nature of friendships has been really, really hard, has been a hell of an adjustment. And it's still something that I'm forever processing right now. Um, even to this day. But much of this year was hard for me because it was a transitional year. Because I was still, you know, I, I was given a perspective. Shout out to my to my best friend, Emily, who, who, who said to me, you know, 
when you move, it's going to take time. Like you're not, you, you, you're being so hard on yourself thinking that you're supposed to have gotten everything together in 90 days that you're supposed to be living a particular type of life in so, you know, in a small amount of time and still is applauding me to this day that I got as much as I did get done in terms of reacclimating and kind of starting fresh and starting over in a, in a familiar place. Um, cause that was what a lot of it was. I had to work a job that I, you know, really didn't want to do, <laughs> Um, as I came and tried to set up shop, you know, for my own business. Um, and it took genuinely a smooth year. It took a full year and a lot of distractions, a lot of, you know, ups and downs, a lot of moments where I'm like, what the hell is going on for real to happen for me to, you know, for shit to hit a little bit differently. I think, I think that more than anything, I think, um, I'm opening myself up to new community, to building more with the community that I've already connected with in ways to be able to serve more and do more things that maybe I don't directly benefit from, you know, as in like community service or just aiding others wherever they needed to be aided because I just want to pour back into something. I want to be a part of a bigger, a bigger, you know, community that feeds each other and kind of is, you know, symbiotic and, you know, and has an ecosystem. I want to really be a part of an ecosystem um, since I'm back here in Atlanta, um, something that's healthy and constructive um, that builds into me as a man. I think that's a larger issue, a larger conversation of when it comes to something I've talked about in in therapy a lot, just, you know, I've always had a really interesting, intriguing relationship with men. I haven't always been able to get the closest to them and I haven't always seeked out this kind of like male predominantly male um, surrounding. And a lot of it has to do with mindset. A lot of it has to do with, you know, I understand that whole idea of like men being lonely and like there being a multitude of elements as to how that came to be. I think for me, it's genuinely like, I don't think the way you do. <laughs> I don't think the way you do. I don't, I don't have the same politics as you. Cause a lot, of, a lot of black men be conservative. A lot of black men are, you know, homophobic. A lot of black men don't believe in, you know, just the, the the just so many different rights and choices um, of so many different things. You know, they don't want to really push past the conversations they already have. They really don't want to think past the, the 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 concepts that they already have an understanding on. Um, and when they do get into their you know supposedly deep bag, it's always kind of drenched in misogyny and sexism and you know some type of dogma that really doesn't really matter. So it's kind of hard for me to stick around and stay around and know I can go deep with these people to know that these are my brothers. These are people that I should like lean on for protection because are they really going to understand me and can I bring them into every room I want to go into? I'm going to be around women. I'm going to be around intelligent women. I'm going to be around women who 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 have a, a great sense of advocation for their agency. And if I can't bring you around that, that's going to be hard. Um, if, if I can't agree with you with at least at least uh, agree to disagree with you. If there's a if there's things that you believe and say that are just downright harmful, there's not anything in me that can be like, well, I can accept that because that I don't want that to come back and bite me at this point. Um, and not even just for no personal image type shit, just really because it's like, if that's what you believe, what else do you? What else would you be, are capable of? Like that's not okay. It's not it, you know. And I and I think I can rectify. It when there's some willingness um, 
of conversation. But I, I think that I and I, I don't, you know, distance myself from a context of like where I would never dialogue with men like that. I think I, I, I invite that. I want that because I feel like some people just haven't been challenged to, to the right type of conversation. They've just been in arguments and argue with different men and women about their views, but they really haven't been challenged in the right way. And I'm the one I can go all day about shit like that. You know, just saying. Um, I believe that now that my purpose is aligned in being free. Um, I think I always have been about freedom and it's always, I think it's been, yes, chaotic, you know, in this kind of, we don't have to see freedom in this like chaotic, unrestrained type of way. Um, and I think that for me, I, I want just this, you know, consistent, unrestricted flow of decisions in my life to where it's like, oh, I'm choosing to do this today and I can do this. And I can still, it's not destructive. It's not, it's all enriching. It's, it's beneficial. Like it's all those things for me. That's kind of what I want to craft my life to be. And I think I'm getting closer and closer to that. Um, And I want my behavior to, you know, to all match that. I want the things around me to all give that off, to imbue that in a multi, in a multitude of ways. Because I know that I'm really, just really at the, right around the corner from this ocean of abundance. And it's, in a, it's unimaginable and incomprehensible as much as I can do. If I just truly allow myself to dedicate myself to more of healing, to more structured you know, shadow work and structured, you know, just growth mindset, like all these various things that I do in my own time, I know it's going to benefit me because it already has. I feel capable. I feel able. Um, I feel like I possess everything I need right now. Um, I know I've said in the episode before that nobody's coming to save you. And that's, I mean that still do fellas, ladies. I want y'all to know that, um, especially the fellas, Please send this to your God, send this to a man in your life. Nobody's coming to save you, bro. You you are responsible for making your life into for it to shape up differently. And that's because of the world that we live in. So if you're so proud of being a man, you have to be a man and figure that shit out. Doesn't mean you don't ask for help, but you gotta do something. That's all I'm saying. Um, because I I just wanna, you know, I know I possess everything I need to truly be a better son, a better friend, a, a better potential partner, um, a better man in general. Um, that's what I really, feel, really, really believe. And um, I don't know. I feel, I don't know, I just feel good. I feel good, but let's end it on. Today, send it on. It's my call to action segment of the episode and today's call to action is to tap in with your community. Um, tap in with the people that you, you know, even if you talk to them all the time and just let them know that I love you, that I see you. You can even send them this post. You are important to me. I want you in my life. I want to represent true our bond and for it to go deeper for us to have a deep exchange that's beneficial that's enriching because I love that you're in my life it's beneficial for me to 
be good to you and compassionate to you as I'm compassionate with myself. I appreciate your accountability to me. I appreciate you giving me the space to be, allow for me to hold you accountable. I appreciate the space to vent and I appreciate you for you being who you are and you meeting me where I'm at because I want to meet you where you are. I love you and I see you. Let them know that. Or you can just send them this. One or the other. Let them know. That's the call to action, though. You feel me? That's it. Um, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. Gonna be back next week or even sooner. Who knows? Um, because special delivery episodes are coming all the time. You feel me? You never just be don't be surprised if I drop two episodes a week. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of things happening, a lot of great things happening in terms of just location shifts and changes, all these various things. I'm doing some I'm going to do some special stuff with my solo episodes. I'm going to do some special stuff with my guest. If you want to be a guest, reach out to me. Let me know. Hit me up. You're open to do it. Make sure that you leave reviews on whatever that you're listening on. Make sure that you subscribe on whatever you're hearing this on. I appreciate you. If you don't know, you should know. You can listen to the Simply King podcast everywhere podcasts are available. Um, you can follow me at everywhere at Kings underscore memoirs. That's Kings underscore memoirs. You can follow the podcast at Simply King Pod. Follow my business page at Life is King on IG. And hit me up for anything digital marketing and creative production related. I'm actually still giving away five free slots, uh, consultation slots, brainstorming consultations on my website right now. Link in the description right now. Um, this has been the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans, simply being humans. I've been Rodney Perry. This has been King's Expresses. And this has been Simply King. Peace. I'm trying to put it back in motion.